Phase 2 is extended keeping some businesses closed, a dust plume from across the Atlantic arrives in North Carolina, and an arrest and announced in a Trinity homicide. With those stories and more, today is June 28, 2020. This is your Acme News Weekly Recap. that our numbers will keep us from moving ahead into the next phase of easing restrictions. So today I'm announcing that North Carolina will pause and continue our Safer at Home Phase 2 for another three weeks. Now, this is not where we plan to be or wanted to be. Through an executive order issued on June 24th, Phase 2, which was scheduled to end on June 30th, was extended by three weeks, now lasting until at least July 17th. The order also put into place new rules making face coverings a requirement in public statewide. That requirement went into effect last Friday at 5 p.m. During the press conference, Governor Roy Cooper went over who would be required to wear a face covering and who would be exempted. People must wear face coverings when in public places, indoors or outdoors, where physical distancing of six feet from other people who are not members of the same household or residence is not possible. They will be required for all employees and customers of retail businesses and restaurants, as well as workers in manufacturing, construction, meat processing, and agriculture settings. There are exceptions, including people with medical conditions and children under 11, people who are at home and people who are walking and other, otherwise exercising outside when not within six feet of others. The order states that law enforcement is not authorized to enforce the requirement but rather shifts that burden to business owners, stating that businesses that fail to enforce the face covering requirement for their employees or customers may be cited, with police only getting involved when a business denies entry to an employee or customer for failing to wear a face covering and refusing to leave, in which case they could be cited for trespassing. The order which came just six days before the scheduled end of phase two which would have meant the lifting of many restrictions allowing bars, nightclubs, gyms, indoor fitness centers and entertainment venues to reopen. Those businesses are now putting any plans they had of reopening on hold even longer. Many of these businesses have been closed since early March when the restrictions were first put in place. The number of COVID-19 cases in Randolph County rose by 138 since our last podcast, bringing the new total to 1,146 confirmed cases, with 29 deaths and 9 people currently hospitalized in Randolph County as of 5 p.m. on June 27. The Randolph County Health Department also reports 211 people are isolating, and 906 people have been released from isolation. Overall in North Carolina, out of more than 855,000 tests completed, there are 60,537 confirmed COVID-19 cases with 1,312 deaths linked to the virus. 888 people are currently hospitalized. With the continued effects the COVID-19 pandemic is having on our local community, Acme News wanted to find a way to help our fellow small businesses. Starting this week and each week, we will introduce you to a local small business. This week is Ashboro Mini Golf. Hi, I'm David, owner of Ashboro Mini Golf. Ashboro Mini Golf offers affordable family fun. Children ages 4 to 12 is just $2. Ages 13 and up is $3. We offer birthday parties and group events. Ashboro Mini Golf is on Facebook and Google, or you can call us at 336-460-6852. If you would like to be featured, contact us. Send an email to recap at acmeventuresnc.com.
according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, a dust storm that started nearly 5,000 miles away, has made its way across the Atlantic and is forecast to impact the triad starting today. Known as a Saharan air layer, this cloud of dust is made when strong wind storms moving across the Saharan desert in Africa, make their way out to the Atlantic Ocean, and are caught by the strong atmospheric winds. Saharan air layers are not uncommon according to NOAA's Hurricane Research Division. They keep track of these dust plumes as part of forecasting the tropics. That's because the dry air associated with these dust plumes hinder the development of tropical storms which depend on warm moist air. Dust plumes form late spring and early fall, and often make their way to the Atlantic Ocean every three to five days. This dust plume is different because it is extremely dense. While most plumes are barely visible on satellite, this one can be seen covering an area larger than the United States and was even photographed by NASA astronaut Doug Hurley aboard the International Space Station on June 21st. The dust plume was forecast to reach the triad today. According to NOAA, dust from Saharan air layers typically remains between 5,000 and 20,000 feet in the air. The effects of the dust in the air will be able to be seen with sunsets and sunrises appearing brighter and more colorful. Since the dust reflects the sun's light at different wavelengths than normal air it will make oranges and reds appear more vibrant when the sun is lower in the sky and the light has to pass through more atmosphere, and in this case more dust. Other than amazing sunrises and sunsets, the dust plume may be felt by those with allergies or other respiratory conditions, such as asthma or reactive airway disease. If that's you, health officials are advising you to consider staying indoors whenever possible this weekend and taking precautions if you have to go outdoors. A suspect has been arrested in connection with the murder of John Butler. On June 21, the Randolph County Sheriff's Office responded to Rockford Drive in Trinity regarding a shooting. Upon arrival, deputies located Mr. Butler's body in the roadway where he had been shot. He was pronounced dead at the scene. A suspect was identified through the investigation, and according to a press release by the Sheriff's Office, on June 22, a warrant was issued for Micah Deonter Smith, aged 24, of High Point for first degree murder. On June 24, 2020, Smith was located in High Point, arrested and transported to the Randolph County Jail. No bond was given and a first appearance was June 24, 2020, in Randolph County District Court. The suspect has had prior interactions with the victim and it is believed that retaliation may have been the motive in this case. Anyone with information regarding the case is encouraged to contact Detective Sergeant Turner of the Randolph County Sheriff's Office at 336-3186778 or Crime Stoppers at 336 336- 672-7463 to remain anonymous. With the NC Zoo reopening on June 15th, some regular visitors have noticed an extra giraffe. That's because two months ago, amid the coronavirus shutdown, the North Carolina Zoo quietly welcomed a fourth giraffe. Standing 11 feet tall, Amelia is a reticulated giraffe born on April 2, 2018 at Riverbanks Zoo in South Carolina, making her just two years old. After arriving at the zoo on March 1, 2020, she initially spent some time off habitat getting to know the keepers as well as Jack, Leah, and Turbo, the zoo's other giraffes. Amelia was announced to the public on the June 1st Adventure live stream. She is very sweet and curious. The keepers love her. Says Debbie Fuchs, the NC Zoo's public relations officer. Amelia is recommended to eventually breed with the zoo's male giraffe Jack, through the Association of Zoos and Aquariums Giraffe Special Survival Program. If you want to see Amelia in person you'll need to purchase an advance ticket as a walk-up entry is not available. Next week expect highs in the upper 80s, all week with lows dipping only to between 68 and 70 overnight, mostly to partly cloudy all week, with scattered thunderstorms possible on Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. From the Acme News Desk in Asheboro, North Carolina this has been your weekly recap. 
for breaking news during the week as it happens follow us on Facebook or Twitter and get even more news while supporting local journalism by subscribing to your local paper. We hope you'll tune in next Sunday. Until then stay home and stay safe. Weekly Recap is a service of Acme News, a division of Acme Ventures. Episodes are finalized for publication as much as 24 hours prior to posting, so that they may not reflect the most up-to-date information. Acme News does not endorse any product, service, or company advertised in Weekly Recap. The views and opinions expressed in any advertisement are not necessarily those of Acme News or its staff. Advertisers and sponsors on Weekly Recap have no editorial control over the content of the episode nor are they given copy approval. The music in the episode was Hiding Your Reality by Kevin MacLeod and was used under a Creative Commons attribution license. To contact us you can send an email to recap at acmeventuresnc.com. Find out more about Acme News or Weekly Recap, visit news.acmeventuresnc.com.